I just wanted to drop in and talk about something that's so important and it's something that I really never want to bring up. And that is the fact that sometimes when you're active, things might hurt. So thank you for being here with me today and let's dive in. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I am honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. First thing I want to say, this is the disclaimer, I am not a doctor, I am not a physical therapist, I am not a nurse, and I have zero, zero letters behind my name. But what I am is someone who has experienced mm, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of fitness and followed by injuries, um, whatever kind of injuries in my life. And I have so many clients who, you know, a lot of them come to me because things hurt and they don't want to hurt anymore. So they're thinking that maybe if I get moving, I'm going to feel better. And first thing, yeah, probably, most likely. Now, given that what I just said, my big disclaimer, of course, if, if things hurt, you should go to a doctor or a physical therapist or whatever. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. And, and a lot of things, a lot of things that hurt on us um, seem to go away as we either start moving or start doing the right movements for what isn't working. So given all that, let's talk about a couple of things. One of them is that I, I said earlier, I've had a lot of injuries. Absolutely. Like I have come to believe that for those people who have been active for a really, really long time in their lives, they have more aches and pains. Um, but <laughs> the but is it's almost the same for those people who have never been active. Okay. There's this, there's this fine line. And um, one of my clients said it recently and, and she's exactly right. She said, you know, maybe the reason that I don't have some of the aches and pains that people in this group talk about is that I just wasn't very active in my life. And I said, yes, but you have always been active. There's a difference. Like, you know, there's those of us who take things to extremes. Maybe it's, well, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Extremes is, um, ah, extreme is just a word. It's just a decision, right? Is an extreme like when you do too much of this or too much of that, or is it an extreme not to? So some of the ex quote unquote extremes I was thinking about were, um, oftentimes for me, if something was fun, like I liked ride, I liked riding my bike. So instead of just riding my bike, I would push myself to do long, long races. Um, I like, I do like, I do like riding long. Okay. Or if there was a, I never did, I never did Ironman. Okay. Um, not because I didn't want to, but because my, my body would just be like, yeah, that's a really bad idea, Kelly. Let's just stop that right now because I don't run very far. But that doesn't mean 
that I haven't in the past said, well, I may not be able to run that trail um, race, but I sure can walk it really, really fast and keep up with most of the runners. So I've always liked to push things a little bit more than maybe I needed to. What I want to talk about is that first, like goes without saying, if something's bothering you, get it checked out. Okay. But what I want to talk about more than anything are some of the things that happen to us when we are active or when we start getting active and how we act, how we act or react toward them. Okay. So, um, the first thing I want you to know, don't push through pain. Okay. Just don't do it. This whole no pain, no gain thing is baloney. <laughs> My masseuse said it to me yesterday and I said, baloney, if we can stop that right now, cause I'm going to be bruised beyond belief if you keep doing that. Yes. Sometimes we have to push ourselves a little bit, but no pain, no gain, I think is, is inappropriate except when there's a, there's an exception when you have the pain of lactic acid. Okay. I have had people say to me, <laughs> people who haven't done a lot of, um, a lot of exercise like that involved maybe resistance in their life. And they'll call me and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, something's wrong with me. Um, someone, someone texted me recently and she's like, there's something wrong with me. My arms, I can't even lift them. I don't know what I did. I'm in trouble. I'm like, well, <laughs> let's get on a zoom and then let's get you to the PT. Okay. And so we get on a zoom and she shows me that like when she lifts her, kicks her arm back, it hurts on her tricep. And I was like, well, what were you doing yesterday? And she's like, well, I was doing those dips that we were talking about lactic acid. Okay. So you do need to know the difference between what lactic acid feels like lactic acid buildup and what pain feels like. So, um, and I'm not even sure I can do a great job of explaining it, but lactic acid buildup is that it's like that overall feeling. It's when you've done something really like, okay, here you go. This is, this is the most descriptive way I can tell you this one. When you've done way too many squats or you ran too far, or you hiked too far and when too far, once again, it's relative, but more than you normally would, maybe you rode a bike too further than you would normally. And then the next day when you get up and you go in to use the restroom and you start to start to sit down on that toilet to pee, your legs are like, ah, and you feel it in your thighs and you feel it in your butt and you feel it in your calves. That's lactic acid buildup. Okay. Versus when there's a tweak and a pain and a, and something that's stabbing. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm doing a great job of explaining this, but if you're listening and you know how to explain it better, drop a good comment into the um, show notes about how to explain lactic acid. I've had to explain it to people before because they were just like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but something's wrong. So you need to know the difference between those. Don't push through pain. Okay. I mean, perfect example is me. I was doing weights and raising my, raising my weights in triceps, right? Doing tricep kickbacks, raising my weights. And I started getting a little twinge in one of my elbows. Instead of doing <laughs> what I say, <laughs> what I did was, ah, that'll go away. I can just work through this. And instead of stopping, giving it a couple of days of rest, giving it a week of rest, whatever it needed. I just kept pushing through that week. And, and then the next week I kept pushing through. 
after that, I had developed a really nice case of um, tendonitis in my elbow, and it forced me to stop, slow down, and do all the exercises I should have been doing to relieve tendonitis instead of just trying to push through. Okay, trust me. That's like you know when mom says, "Do as I say, don't don't do as I do as I say, not as I do." <laughs> That's a perfect example. So other things are a lot of times fitness injuries can't be seen okay this is a weird one because we have something that's this twitchy maybe a shoulder's bothering you maybe um maybe you feel something in your back and and there's just pain there but it's not visible it's not like um you've you've got a broken arm or something it's it's just not visible and so sometimes when it's not visible it feels like it's not as real it's as real okay it's like if you've ever had vertigo um, I had vertigo once and it was the strangest thing because to look at me, completely normal, absolutely completely normal. Inside my head, the world was spinning. Like it was, a, it was very strange. And I just thought like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to fall over every time I even looked, look quick some way. And, but once again, just to look at me, totally normal. So, so know that a lot of these things that are going on, you're not going to see, you're not going to see if something is swollen. You know, your knees not your knee may not swell if you just like overextended it and now it's tired and needs a rest. So start paying attention. Like bottom line, this is about paying attention and awareness with our bodies. We need to move, we need to keep moving, and we need to be willing to stop or my next suggestion, fitness flip when you need to. Fitness flipping is what I like to call when you've been overusing something let's say you've been doing running you've been running a lot or you've been hiking a lot or cycling a lot or something like that and you've got a twinge in the knee maybe the foot's not feeling so good um, different things are, are just feeling like a little off maybe it's time to stop and flip how can you go from using a lot of lower body to using upper body Okay, maybe it's maybe it's time to start doing some resistance training that involves sitting down and, you know, doing arms and back and whatever. Um, maybe like one of the things that I have suggested to people before is maybe it's time to do some rowing. Um, if you're if you've been using a lot of lower body, even though rowing does use lower body, it tends to be more core and arms back. Okay, more upper body and core. Um, so just like if things, if you're overusing something, stop, flip, do something different. Okay, don't push your body to the point where now you're now it hurts or it's hurt and you have to stop. I'd like to give you a quick list of what some of the things that have worked for myself and for clients over the over the last few years. Use them, don't use them, you know, whatever. First thing I always suggest is. Get a script for PT. Most physical therapists are really, really good. Like they understand our bodies. They can give you the exercises, even if it doesn't sound like what they're telling you is correct. Like somebody I was recently talking with, she was like, yeah, so they want me to do all these exercises for my upper back, but it's my lower back that's bothering me. And my suggestion was <laughs> do what they say, okay? The other part about PT is it doesn't work if you just do your exercises when you go to PT. You have to do the exercises. Like you just got to do them. Okay. It's the reason you go. And 
and I've seen it, I've seen it go both ways. I have friends who have um, gone to PT, gotten the exercises, they do the exercises there, but they don't do them at home, they don't get well. I have other people who go, they get the exercises, they do them there, they do them at home, they're religious, and they get well, okay? Enough about that, but just think about that, okay? So some of the things that I have used, other people have used that you might consider. Some of them sound wacky, if some of them don't. So let's just start with wacky first. Um, one of them, acupuncture. A lot of people are like, acupuncture? I have had some real success with acupuncture and I've had some zero success with acupuncture. So it's a suggestion. Another one is massage. Same thing. I've had some great success with massage. I've had some zero success with massage. Um, another one is Agoskew. You've probably heard me mention it before. It's spelled strangely. It's spelled like Egoskew, E-G-O-S-C-U-E. And it's like physical therapy without having to get a script from a doctor. What they do is they look at your, um, they basically look at your body structure. Are your shoulders, you know, cockeyed? Are you, um, is one hip before forward of the other one? Is one foot flopping out? Like they look at your body structure and then they give you exercises on a weekly basis to rebuild yourself, to rebuild your strength so that everything comes back together. Um, one of the, th that is one of the things I've done that I've always had really good success with, really good success. Um, yoga. For me, my suggestion on yoga is, a lot of yoga in the States these days is really kind of what I call competition yoga. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know what happened to yoga, but competition yoga is where they just keep pushing it harder and harder. Um, it's power yoga, it's hot yoga, and hot yoga can be helpful. Okay, hot yoga can be really helpful if you're already doing yoga, okay? I'd look for, more for the gentle yoga, yin yoga. Um, I think they also call it one of my yogis should be able to tell me this, yoga nidra, um, but it's like a lot gentler yoga. Simple moves held for a long time, and it's not like you're pushing your body. Yoga can do really good things for you. Other things, opposite of yoga, foam roller. If you've ever used a foam roller, you know exactly what I mean. Foam rollers can be the most stinking painful thing you ever do, especially <laughs> if you have IT issues, and you lay on that foam roller and you roll up and down on your IT band, you you can cry. But it releases a lot of things that are, let's just call them stuck, and helps with pain, um, helps with injury. Trigger balls, you've heard me talk about them before. Trigger balls can be really, really helpful. They can hurt. Um, I had someone tell me the other day that she's cussing me every time she's using her trigger ball, but her her neck issues are going away, her back issues are going away, her headaches are going away. So you need to just look it up. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go into how to use all these, but there's plenty of stuff on the web right now. Just use somebody who's reputable. Another thing is that I'm using now is NeuroMD. It's kind of like a TENS unit. A TENS unit is this like electrical stimulation. It's a TENS unit on steroids is the best way I can describe it. And it doesn't have a lot of wires, which was always my thing with the TENS unit is that I'd have to be plugged into the wall and then I have all these wires stuck on me and mm, it's helpful, but it didn't, it just didn't work for my lifestyle. I moved too much. Um, compression tights. Okay. Years ago when I was doing um, sprint triathlons, um, I would always wear compression tights after I did the, um, after I finished. 
driving home or whatever, I would have compression tights on. These days, what I've started doing is actually wearing them more and more when I'm doing the actual activity. I find it, it just gives my legs a little bit of a rest and it just makes my legs feel better. Um, and my hips and my butt. So compression tights, um, you can use them for recovery or activity. A couple of other things that are a little out there. One of them is supplementation. Okay. Some people love it. Some people don't. And red light therapy. You probably heard me talk about it before. One of those things, look it up. I've had great success with red light therapy, and I'm not going to tell you that you should use it because it still is controversial. Okay. So the other side of this, this is all the physical part of it. Okay. The other side of this is the mental part. And I can tell you that something interesting happens to people. This is especially when you have been exercising for a while. Your brain gets used to exercise. Okay. Your brain, uh, exercise makes your brain happy. Okay. Bottom line. Um, as you get used to exercise, your brain gets used to um, everything that's being released and everything's good. It's a happy brain. When you stop, let's say you get an injury, you stop or like somebody just had surgery. Um, stop. And after about a week, maybe two weeks at the most, you're going to find that you're not feeling as well mentally as you think you should be. Um, you could be getting depressed. Things happen. And it is because our brain and our bodies have gotten used to movement and now they're not getting that. I can, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell a story on a friend. Um, years ago, years ago, I had this friend who was, um, she was doing, what was she training for? She was training for a triathlon. So she's training and I don't hear from her. Like I don't hear from her for a few weeks. And, and I normally did hear from her and she didn't return my calls. So I'm like, she's busy, right? So then I get a call one morning. It's early. I don't, I call it early Saturday morning. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, her bike must have broken down somewhere and she needs help. So I pick up the phone. I'm like, hey, what's going on? How are you? How are you doing? That's what I said. And she just broke into sobs sobs. And she's like, <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong? I, I'm thinking she's gotten run over on the side of the road. She's like, I don't remember what happened. She, I think she had a surgery. She had something that happened and she couldn't train, right? She hadn't been able to train for weeks. And she was at that point where she was just over the edge. It will happen to you if you become very, very active and stop suddenly. Let's not say it will happen. It could happen. Um, she was an extreme example. She was a little bit more of a drama queen than, than most of us are. And, and I totally got it. Like I totally knew how she was feeling. I have been through it before. So, so know that if um, something happens, you might start, you know, experiencing some uh, with exercise withdrawals. Okay. So be aware. That's the first start. Be aware because if you start noticing that, um, that this, oh, good example, when I had tendonitis, I wanted to go kayaking, but I couldn't because <laughs> that elbow was not a happy elbow. And, and I caught myself one day being like, well, and the only thing that will make me feel better is going kayaking. No, Kelly, it wasn't. I, I went for a beautiful hike in the woods and I felt great. So like, 
be aware of what's going on. Move your attention. Like when you get in that place where you're slipping into that downward, downward spiral, just stop and move your attention. Get creative if you need to. Come up with things that are like outside of the box. But just know that oftentimes when we get active, we might have pain. Okay. It can come from wherever. But in the end, I want you to just know this. And my biggest, biggest takeaway from this whole, this whole chat today, I'm not even sure if it's a podcast, it's really me just more of a chat with um, several of my clients right now who are who are going through some of these things is avoid injuries when possible. Okay, I know we all think that, oh, of course we do that. But when we're aware in life, then we might notice that, like a client recently, she said, oh my gosh, I started to trip because I don't remember what happened. I think her shoe caught on a, on a stair and, and she started, she, she realized that she was started to fall actually. And what she said was all of a sudden, what I thought of was, what I love telling people, broad scope of awareness, be aware of what's going on. She said, I just, it's like, I just suddenly out of nowhere noticed a handrail that I hadn't noticed before. I grabbed it, I caught myself, and I stopped and I just went, wow, thank you. Broad scope of awareness, just be aware. That's one way to avoid injuries. I took, I took a spectacular um, flying fall a few months ago because I wasn't aware. I wasn't being aware. I was just like going through life unaware, throwing things out my back door that I was going to take to the garbage. And instead they were all in my way when I walked out dog caught me, caught me on one hill, my hill caught the other side. You know, I didn't do what I said I should do. So, so awareness is one. Um, another one is pay attention to things you do. Like this is, this is something that I tell everyone because I think it's so important. A lot of us have a tendency to take a purse, put it in the back seat, put it in the back seat of your car, right? And then you just kind of reach back over your shoulder, grab that purse and swing it around. If it's a big purse, like a lot of people have, if it's a heavy purse, that is like one of the worst things you can do for your shoulder. Okay. It's one of the worst things you can do on that arm. So don't do that. Just be aware. Um, be aware that if someone suggests something to you, I think I've told this story before, but um, my Pilates instructor suggested that I do a particular move in a certain way. And it was more than a suggestion. <laughs> How about if I just say, it? let me give you the truth. She was like, you're doing it wrong. You need to do it this way. Well, I'm aware enough of my body and I've had it long enough that I knew that if I did it the way she suggested that I was going to hurt myself. So I just, I just said, thank you so much, but that will not work for me. I can do this modification. I'm fine. So just be aware, like get to know your body. Um, know when, know when it's lactic acid and know when you're tweaking a joint out. Um, know when you need to rest, right? Once you get moving a lot, no one wants to rest. Like rest is like, <laughs> I'll sleep when I'm dead, right? Forget that. Rest is important. Rest is recovery. So if you feel like something's like you're pushing yourself past your, pushing yourself past where you should be going, take a rest the next day. 
or stop what you're doing. Okay. I want everyone to, to move lots, to have lots of fun, to do all the things. And I want us to be ready to do it the next day too, not just in the moment. All right. I think I have, I have chatted about this one long enough. Just know if you're active, there are, there is a good possibility that now and then things might hurt. So get to know your body, get to know some of the things that would work best for you and be willing to take a rest when you need to. Thank you so much for being here. Um, if you would like to, if you've got a chance, jump on a call with me. I would love to chat with you about whatever will help you on fitness. All you have to do is go to the website, fitisfreedom.com forward slash call, C-A-L-L. And I'm there. So thanks again. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.